Hi, welcome to FYI Stillwater. I'm your host, Sherry Fletcher, and today I have with me Paula Dennison. And what we're going to be doing today is to talk about the COVID-19 uh, outbreak and how uh, the proclamations, the uh, governor's proclamation, the mayor's proclamation, what that means for you. We've had a lot of questions. There's a lot of uncertainty out there, and we've been asking uh, citizens to send us questions, and we've got a pretty good list. So, Paula, you're kind of in the middle of this. Before we uh, get into the actual questions, how did we get here? What Can you take us through, not, not a detailed list, but there, there's definitely been kind of a ramp up. Yes, there has. So when all of this began, and you know, it seems like it's been months ago, but it's only been a few weeks right. back, mm-hmm. um, the mayor and council, along with the manager's office, um, determined that there was action that needed to be taken here in the city of Stillwater to work at any effort to mitigate, offset, you know, whatever verb you want to use, the spread of the coronavirus. So in doing that, the uh, mayor came out with an emergency declaration, and it sort of started the ball rolling because over the next few days even, there were additional emergency declarations. Some of those applied to the public and some of them applied to city workers. Um, But from the public standpoint, we have gotten through those local emergency declarations by the mayor and they set forth what businesses uh, needed to be closed based on the opportunity for the virus to be more easily spread and cross-contamination for as many folks coming in and out. So that kind of started with the restaurants. Yes, it did. So we closed down the dining. The dining areas. But we have continued, we've gotten more declarations after that. Yes, we have gotten more. Um, The next one was gymnasiums and movie theaters. Yeah. Yeah, anything like that where there are large groups of persons who are gathering together and in close proximity Or, like in gyms or fitness facilities, um, there's perspiration, so that is a form of how the virus is transmitted over all of that equipment. And in the meantime, we also had OSU shut down. Yes. Uh, Yes, they they called. They went to online, yes, for the rest of the semester. They've closed buildings to outside guests. So it's a complete OSU campus is off limits. Right. You know, so workers are still going in. I'm sure cleaning and yeah. getting everything ready for the fall. So it, it, it keeps amping up. So we've got the mayor's proclamations and then the governor has. Yes, the the governor started with some declarations um, early this week, I believe it was. Uh, and those actually set forth primarily for those counties within which community spread has been identified. And Payne County is one of those. Payne County is one of those community spread counties, yes. So the governor's declaration, it identifies the essential workers. Okay, so what is an essential worker according to what the governor's proclamation 
uh, mentioned. The essential workers generally under the governor's proclamation means those workers that are in the business of fighting the virus. That'll be the medical, the health care, the cleaning personnel, because they're fighters of the virus just based on their ability to clean and sanitize. It'll be emergency responders and police and fire. So government is also an essential personnel. That's why we're here today. That is why we're here today. Um, There's, uh, from the standpoint of keeping some form of our economy going, there are some very limited food, essential workers uh, and workforces. Agriculture is another one. Um, Transport is is a really good example of it. Of course, you've got your energy, your law enforcement, water, wastewater, sanitation, transportation, public works, things like that. But you also have communication and information because just like today, this is how right now we are able to communicate. We've used Zoom for a number of things, including the city council meeting. So that's a teleconferencing uh, software, web-based software that allows people to uh, talk to one another from a distance. Yes, So the council meetings are going to be continued with Zoom. To kind of give you a heads up from this point forward, uh, the agendas will go out as they regularly have. And if you're wanting to speak on one of the agenda items, you would continue to fill out the online form. Yes, you would. When you fill out the online form, we receive it here at City Hall. You are sent a link to be able to enter the Zoom meeting. Right. So the general public is not going to be able to to speak. It's just, and it really is the same as it always has. You must sign up. Yes. And then once you have the link, you'll be able to log in and be part of the uh, council meeting. Yes. The uh, council meetings uh, will be Facebook Live, YouTube Live. It'll be captured. It'll be on our Channel 14 Suddenlink channel. It'll still be broadcast there. All other things, you you will have access to this, and you can see it if you need it. Yes, but the Zoom is the way to participate right. in the meeting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, once you sign up. Going on with the governor's emergency declaration and his proclamation is that there are other businesses that a number of the questions that we've been getting Am I considered an essential business or a worker? My suggestion to everybody, if they are asking that question and if they have those concerns, they need to um, very carefully look over not just what the governor's office has put out, but the cyber and infrastructure CISA. It is a much extended list. It's what the governor's, what he is letting out is adding to. It's not, it's not just the governor's list. It's this other list as the base, and then the governor is adding to and providing more clarity on what the essential services are. So if you're wondering, go take a look at those lists that are available. If you believe that your business should be on this list, you need to contact CISA at cisa.cat at cisa.dhs.gov, and you can discuss with them whether your business needs to be included as an essential. All right. Well, let's jump into some of the questions and see if that can help provide some clarity as well. So we have a lot of construction, the auto industry, car dealerships, 
comic book stores, gaming stores, ear and eyeglass facilities. So there's kind of kind of a, a wide variety of what are these essential or not. So you want to dive into that a little bit and kind of give us your uh, your interpretation of what, and it is an interpretation. <laughs> it is, yeah, it, it certainly is. So here again, my um, initial response is take a look at those lists. And if your type of business is on the list, then you are considered essential and you can remain open Although you still need to continue practicing that physical distancing. That six feet between people. Yes. Try not to, it would be best if you can pay online so that you're not uh, sharing credit cards so people aren't running cards and stuff. Or touching money. Money, Uh yeah. Yeah. Um, So let's take construction, for instance. That is on the list as being considered essential. That's part of trying to maintain some form of an economic base for not just Stillwater and Payne County, but the whole country. So construction activities. That would include excavation, concrete work, yes, uh, lumber yards. Selling a house. Selling a house. So that, that is getting money into the economy. Um, I had a call the other day about, okay, my toilet is backing up. Can I call a plumber to come out? Mm-hmm. Yes, you can, because that's part of an essential service. Not only is it life safety, but it's based on the construction part and the economy. And then their next question was, is City Hall open to issue a building permit? So, yes, City Hall is open for those permitting type things. So, yes, construction. Yes, yeah. It's, It's great to go ahead and call if you have any of these questions. Like Kearns Ready Mix. Uh, here in Stillwater, carrier ditching, those are construction-related workers, and they are on the list as being considered essential. So, comic book stores. It's a retail. It is retail. It does not fall within, as I read the list, Mm -hmm. it does not fall within those determined to be essential. What about a hearing aid store or purchasing eyeglasses? I know that dentists are considered essential. I did not find hearing or vision on the list as I have gone through it. Although physicians, dentists, psychologists, mid-level practitioners, pharmacists, social workers, speech pathologists, those are on the list. So that that would be one that someone really needs to follow up uh, with the state on. Yes, absolutely. What about hotels? Yeah, that's that's not on the list either. Um, They're supposed to be closed. Any business not on the list of essential and located within a county that identified with community spread is to be closed. So a lot of the questions, that really, that is the answer. I mean, because we've shut down, so like funerals are shut down, all these different types of social gathering, all of these businesses that may uh, have a lot of people in it, but they're not essential, are shut down. Yes, churches. Churches. They can do video or Zoom or, you know, anything like that. So teleconferencing. So your staff can come in and do the teleconferencing as long as there's not 10 people in, in the building 
and they need to be six feet apart. Correct. So what happens if you have a business in your home? That is a really good question. The businesses in your home, you're still supposed to practice the same care Mm -hmm. that um, anybody that is open and declared essential can practice. For example, piano lessons in your home. That's going to be usually a one-on-one. You're not going to have more than 10 people uh, in the home. The difficult part of doing anything in your home is keeping that six-foot distance and that separation. That that would be difficult with uh, piano lessons or hair and nails, like a lot of people do hair and nails in their home. Personal trainer in the home. Yeah. Um, Dog grooming. That's going to be the same thing. You've got to maintain that separation and no more than 10 gathered at any given time. And that includes all of the other family members that you may already have in your home, So if you have, but may nine, not be participating. You may have nine people in your house and you bring one person in for piano lessons. Yeah. You're at the limit. Yes. Yep. And you got to keep six feet between the customer and the family members. Yes. That's right. What about vaping lounges? Are they considered part of, I guess, an entertainment? It would be a bar lounge. Right. And and those are not on the list of essentials. What is on the list of essentials that we've had this question about is medical marijuana dispensaries. Yes. What about dispensaries? They are on the list because that is deemed specifically by the governor as Healthcare, okay, because it is a form of being able to treat illness or pain, uh, and that's that's just part of the just like your dentist office or your pharmacist. So those pharmacies can be open also. And same, like if you need to go to a special place to do dialysis, yes, that would be a medical, and you could go out and do that. Yes, but it does start getting tricky. As to lawn care, and there ends up being a lot of businesses that you've not really thought about. Are they essential? As you know, once the grass starts getting really high, that becomes kind of a it's a health issue with the high grass. With the high grass, of course it is. As this goes on, it's going to raise more and more questions. Yes, it is, and I suspect that there will be more and more um, executive amendments coming out from the governor's office. Uh, expanding the list of essentials here. Uh, I'm glad you brought up the lawn care because that's outside. Right. Outside type of business. It's usually one or two people. They're outside. They bring their equipment to your home, to your property. They do their, their job and then they leave. They're not touching other folks. They're not in really close proximity. The only thing is going to be getting there to the to the property. Outside, we encourage folks to be outside, to get outside, especially all of them that are cooped up in the house. Right. We encourage them to get outside. And the city has just put out some information on the use of parks. All of the information that the city's putting out, we are putting on stillwater.org. Click on the red banner, or you can go to speakup.stillwater.org. We also have a sister site with the same type of information. So what we're saying at the parks and trails is you still have to maintain that physical distancing. You need six feet between people. So when you're still out at the parks and you're walking the trails, you, you need to have that distance. 
And we do include on the website a list of all the trails and places to walk. So you don't just have to go to Boomer Lake. There are other places that you can walk and try to make sure you keep that distancing. We've had a lot of questions about uh, playground equipment. It's like, okay, the parks are open. You didn't close the playgrounds, but how are you keeping them clean? Well, you have to sanitize You need, because it's not the city that's going to be going out there yeah, there's and cleaning. No, there's no way that we could clean it after every use. No, it's the user's responsibility to keep it clean before and after their use. Right. So you need to bring your own wipes, your own disinfectant if you plan to use the playground equipment. The water fountains and the bathrooms are closed. Yes, they so are. So you'll need to bring your own water. You need to anticipate that we're in different times right now. So if you go and use the parks, then we do want you to get out and go places for your health and just for the community in general. And well-being because right. staying cooped up in a building is not... Not good. It's not for healthy everybody. for yeah. Mm-mm. So anyway, so we've got that issue. I will digress just a little bit here because we have had a number of questions about manufacturing. Oh yeah, let's talk about the whole manufacturing. What are the plants doing? So the manufacturing that is on the list of essentials, like making masks and making hand sanitizer and food production and you know any any of those medical devices anything that is associated directly with manufacturing of something that can help with this pandemic those are allowed to continue the others are not if they're not on the list of essentials here again by the governor, they're ordered to close if you're located in Payne County. So we've talked a lot about what you cannot do. We said that that we still have restaurants that can do delivery. We are trying to get people to buy and go out and go to the grocery store and, and do those things. But it's really hard to do to go and make your purchases when your business is closed down or you're not going to be getting a paycheck. That's going to affect a lot of people like immediately. Most people have some type of a city utility that needs to be paid. Yes. What are their options there? What It's like if I cannot pay my utility bill until I get a paycheck again, what are my options? That is excellent question. And um, that's going to become a great concern of folks who are own uh, city utilities of any form. And this even covers, it's not just water or sewer or electric, it's also waste management. So your garbage pickup is part of your utility bill. So what um, we're encouraging everybody to do is if you are not going to be able to pay your utility bill, call in to the utility and billing services here at City Hall and let them know that you're not because The city council has chosen a couple of things. We're not going to cut your utilities off during this time period, during this pandemic, and we are going to waive any of the late fees if you're late on paying your bill. However, all of the bills still remain due. Right. It's not a waiver of the utility bill. It's just a waiver of the late fees and we're not going to cut you off, but you still owe the money. We'll probably have more information as, as this goes on of, you know, what the expectation is. Because we're kind of in moving times right now. It changes, seems to be, every day and some days every hour. It seems right. like it's changing. And it's not just the city. It's federal and local and state. It, yes, and so there's is. things that supersede also what the, the city can do. That's right. Yes. Because so, uh, we, we are an entity of the state. The state is an entity of the federal government. So as it trickles down to us, 
there's a lot of additional layers that are that are piled on. So the city of Stillwater, we are trying to keep information posted on the website and try to keep it up to date. But if you do have questions, the best thing to do is just ask. While we're doing our best to keep the information updated, uh, it's possible that you know we have some outdated information on the page. So as soon as we know something has been changed, we will go in and change it. So visit that page often. And it's a great resource. We're referring so many people to it. As this outbreak continues, we're now getting questions of, are we under a curfew? Do I need uh, documentation to show that I'm allowed out on the streets? What do you know about that stuff? Uh, We are not under a curfew. And we are not requiring a permit or a letter or any type of documentation, either identifying that you're essential or that you have a doctor's appointment or anything like that. So it is all as much as possible life as normal when you're getting out and about and visiting any of the businesses that are open. That doesn't mean that it may not be coming sometime in the future. But today, nothing is required for you to carry around in order to be out in your vehicle or out walking on the sidewalk, nor is there a curfew in Stillwater. So what if I wanted to get tested? What if I wanted to know specifically about me? Uh, Are there private laboratories or testing facilities that I can go to just to make sure that me and my family are fine? Yes, there are private testing facilities. Um, You would need to contact the state Department of Health to have those identified and any other places that you could go and get tested. And I know the news has been showing some drive-through testings also. I'm not aware of any private or drive-through here in Payne County, but that's not to say that they're not. I'd reach out to the State Department of Health. Things are shifting daily. So uh, go back and check stillwater.org, check with the medical center, check with Payne County. You know, somebody's going to have the the most up-to-date information, and we're all working together to get this information out. It's kind of complicated, and it affects so many things. For example, the city has spent the last year, you know, really educating people about the census. (laughs) Yeah. So that's near and dear to your heart. Yes, it is. Uh, It's next week. I know. So so what's going to happen with the census, Paula? Well, April 1st is still here. It's still coming. It's still census day. People so have received their letters. They they have. And if you have not received a letter, then get on to my2020census.gov and you can complete the form there. Even if you do not have the individual code for your address, you can complete the form. Where Stillwater is mainly concerned, so much of our population are Oklahoma State University students. Right. And now with OSU, with online only, you can drive around town and see that a lot of the students have gone. So the university is working directly with the Census Bureau on uh, the count of those that were living on campus. Right. And um, we have some great people at OSU who really recognize the value of a complete and an accurate count. And they are working with the off-campus students uh, to get them to fill it out. If they're already at home with mom and dad or whomever, uh, and it's not in Stillwater, they have lived here in Stillwater for the majority of the school year. So they would fill out the census as if they were still here in Stillwater. 
Yeah, that's a really important message to get out there. Uh, and then the census workers uh, who go and do the enumeration. What's yes, they are actually delayed um, okay. by about two weeks. So they're looking to start later in April and go through June. Um, the count itself, the last I heard, the count itself with workers in the field and touching base and doing random checks and maybe even follow-up phone calls is go- has been extended to the end of July. That's good. So uh, that gives a little time, although yeah. that's summer and we don't have the students back in yeah. Stillwater yet. This outbreak, I think it's going to keep amplifying. You don't always suspect that it's going to affect something, and then as it goes on, it's like, oh my God, what about this? What about And so we're trying to keep up as well, but it really is difficult. It is extremely difficult. Um, We do ask that uh, if you have a question about whether you're an essential worker or business or not, please check the list first before you call City Hall. Uh, Just yesterday, I think we had 10 or 11 questions from individual businesses here in Stillwater, am I essential? Stillwater is not the one that's making this determination. Right. It's made at a federal level, and then the governor is uh, adding to that list and clarifying it. We can just give you how we read it. If you really need specifics to be answered, then you need to reach out uh, to the governor's office or this CISA uh, from the address that was given earlier. The public library, while the building itself is closed, we have staff at the library who are still doing research for you. They're answering reference questions. They're your census central, so they can still answer questions there. You can get an online library card. You can download books, audio books. So some things are the same, even even though it's different. Yeah, that's right. Um, Going back to the utility bills, I want to make sure that folks understand you can pay your utility bill online. Right. If you don't have the resources to pay online, uh, then you can call the utility and billing services office and they can take your payment, credit card payment over the phone. If you need to come into the building, there is that physical distancing that we're practicing. You'll come in and you'll see marked areas on the floor in front of the customer service windows. And we ask that if you're bringing in cash, you put it in an envelope. You don't just hand all of the cash over to uh, to the customer service. So so we are doing a lot of things to protect our, our workers, the city workers, and, and that is an example of that. So we've also kind of reduced our staff. So even though you call City Hall, somebody will get back to you, but we have reduced our staff as well. Yes. So we have staggered staff. Uh, those that are in the offices today will be working from home next week. Those that are working from home this week will be in the office next week. So we've we've adjusted that to minimize the opportunity for contamination and cross-contamination because we all touch the same door handles and computers and phones and break rooms. Uh, so that's that's what we have done, not only to protect ourselves, but to continue to provide the services to our citizens and our customers. 
And even though nobody can see us, we are about 10 feet apart. Yes. Our microphones are at different tables. We are looking at each other across the room. Normally, we would be probably our knees touching yeah. under a small <laughs> um, you know, office table. So anyway, so we, t- even though um, it probably sounds like you know, we're just talking just right across right each across other. from each other, yeah. yeah. Our coffee cup's touching or something. <laughs> but we, we also are practicing that physical distancing even for a podcast. So everything is changing. And, and it's hard. It's very difficult because I'm not as much of a hugger or a pat you on the arm as, yeah. say, our, our deputy city manager is. That has not changed my life at all because no. I'm not a hugger. No, you're not. Uh, I I like my physical distancing. Like, I'm not going to tell you where I go for my evening walk because I don't want people (laughs) to come and walk with you. Although people are starting to discover it. Uh Uh, Yeah, I've got my... I, I have like a bubble. I definitely Uh have a, a bubble around me. But you know that it's... It's so difficult, and with everybody pretty much at home yeah. uh, at some point in time for an extended period, you really want to have that social interaction. Right. Don't have a house party. Don't invite all of your neighborhood over to your house to binge watch on Netflix. Right. You really need to maintain that physical distancing and no more than 10 people in a building or a structure at any time. And it is a, like, uh, you know, social media kind of takes a hit that people are looking at their phones and they're, you know, interacting through electronics. But right now, that's a really good way uh, to interact. You can still have that social, you can find out what's going on with people. I've been texting my uh, my sisters um, and, you know, really keeping track of what's going on in their lives uh, without having to get, you know, go and see them because, you know, they, they do have the couple of them. Uh, it would be really bad if they, if they got sick. So, you know, I got it. I'm, I, social media texting is the best way for me to interact with them. Yeah, we are, we're doing a lot more FaceTime and we're actually doing a lot more just call just and checking. speak yeah. over the phone. Yeah. yeah Cause you, you want to check in on people And uh, do you need something? Can I do something to help you? So if you're wanting to help uh, your fellow residents, the uh, Stillwater Community Foundation has set up a disaster relief fund uh, through the Communities Foundation of Oklahoma, so you can make uh, donations there. There's going to be information on the city's website. Uh, The website is cfok.org slash COVID-19. So if that's something that you feel you can donate and this is a good time for you, uh, this definitely will help uh, the frontline people. It goes to help churches and government entities and people who work with people, you know, affected by this outbreak. So, um, you know, start thinking of how can you help your, you know, your fellow resident. I mean, even just staying at home is helping them. But if you can make a financial donation, you know, to, to offset, because there's going to be people in a world of hurt, Yes, there are. There already are, yeah. and it's going to continue to get worse the longer this draws out. Um, so you know, just do what you can, even if it's if you don't have any money tied to it. You can practice distancing and the sanitizing recommendations uh, that has come from the CDC and the World Health Organization and everybody else. Right. It's, it's out so much. You Flatten can just. the curve. Yes, yeah. absolutely. That will help more than anything. And just 
be aware and be cognizant. This is really changing how we look at things and see things. Right. Uh, we've, we've really started taking notice of how many times all of us in the city manager's office touch the same door handle. Right. And, you know, how often is it cleaned? Yeah. I mean, because you would think, you know, hand washing for 20 seconds with hot soapy water, not coughing on people, uh, thinking about, you know, handing, you know, a credit card or money, just how much paper everybody hands each other, you know, and during flu season and stuff, I mean, this would have been the, should have been the normal practice anyway, Uh, or you're doing it, but you're not really thinking of what part of the reason why you're doing all of this. Right. And for those that um, have someone in their home that's tested positive and they're quarantined, be sure to keep your distance from them and sanitize very well. It could be the faucet handle in the bathroom. Mm -hmm. Um, It can be the coffee pot. Oh, my goodness. Or the refrigerator door handle. All of those things, the light switch. Uh, Keep that in mind, but do everything we possibly can to not only flatten the curve, but help this to get done a lot faster. Absolutely. Um, So here at the city of Stillwater, you can go to stillwater.org or uh, speakup.stillwater.org to ask questions. We will continue to do these podcasts. City Council is going to be meeting weekly through a teleconferencing meeting system. So we will be getting information out. We do Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Nextdoor, LinkedIn. Speak Up Stillwater is a Uh, great place to ask the questions. If you ask a question there, we can post the answer and other people can see it. So that's one of the advantages to that. We've also posted, you know, how-to videos about all the public service announcements that's coming through. So we have a lot of information out there. Our television, uh, Channel 14 on Suddenlink, has a lot of information. It tells you what the city closings are, um, how to get a hold of the librarians at the library, uh, where the parks and trails are. So there's a lot of information out there. So uh, please uh, use our our social media and website and uh, just check back frequently because we do spend a lot of time making updates throughout the day. Thank you so much, Paula. I know you've got a lot of, on your plate and you, you keep track of a lot of things. So uh, my hat's off to you for just knowing so much. So uh, you're a great community resource. Well, thank you. I certainly appreciate the that what all of you and your team have done, Sherry, and getting different ways for the message to get out and providing all of this information. It is a lot to digest. And like you said earlier, it's constantly changing. Yeah. So I'll just reiterate, keep an eye on it and stay tuned and keep going back to it. Just because you went one morning doesn't mean it's going to be the yeah, same when you go I'll, back. As soon as we get off here, I've got to go make edits on the, make some <laughs> updates. So uh, like I said, it is a constant thing. Uh, again, call City Hall. Try not to come to visit us. There are people in the building, but if we don't get back to you immediately, uh, give us a little bit of time, and, and but we are responding to all calls. Thanks, everyone, for listening to FYI Stillwater. We'll have another update shortly.